1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gianna. And today we have the opportunity to hear a story and an experience with EXP from Agent David O.
2: Thanks for having me on, Gianna.
1: Of course, you kind of sound like a, like a spy, 007. Uh, <laughs> Agent David O, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, Dave, or David, blah having a hard time with words today. Um, Tell us a little bit about your story. What's your background? How'd you get into real estate? Where are you from? I know I know a loaded question.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I was kind of raised like so many of us just in a middle class home told to go to college and get a job working for somebody else. And so went down that path and uh, studied computer science in undergrad, uh, got a uh got started in a career in software engineering at a, a big corporation um spent 12 years there just climbing the corporate ladder right and uh at the end of my career there i was making great money um but at the end of the day every time my paycheck came in every single dollar of it was spent on uh, lifestyle upgrades that me and my family had made so Um, What do you usually do when you get a raise in your job? You go out and buy nicer things, right? You go buy a bigger house, you go buy new cars. Uh, We bought a lake house, we bought a boat, a jet ski. And so while all that seemed great, I was 12 years into a career and I had debt piled up to my eyeballs and. Um, the worst feeling in the world was waking up Monday morning to go to work just knowing I was going to have to crank out 40 to 50 hours just to get to the weekend so I could enjoy time with my friends, my family, and um, and just enjoy life. And uh, that kind of, I ended up hitting a wall where um, I was just totally unhappy, depressed, unfulfilled. And I started looking for uh, new opportunities and. Um, what came, kept coming up is is real estate and specifically being able to invest in real estate um, to get to financial freedom. And so I started studying, attending seminars, reading books, listening to hundreds and hundreds of podcasts, and eventually started investing in real estate. Uh, my first deal went Absolutely sideways was uh, the worst six months of my life. Uh, watched every dollar in my bank account drain out into this this property that was just just terrible. Um, but eventually, I got out of that. Got a lot of my money back. Lost thousands of dollars and, and got an education on how to renovate and invest in real estate. And so I used that, uh, as well as getting my real estate license, to start helping other people do the same thing and avoid. Uh, all the mistakes that I made starting out.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to talk about some of those mistakes to avoid for those that are going to be watching. But, David, before we get there, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you were introduced to EXP? Um, were you skeptical of it? What's your story in making that transition?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I had, uh, so I was with Keller Williams before and a great company, great brokerage, um, love the culture, love everything that they do over there. And of course, um, everybody I knew on social media was shouting, join EXP, join EXP. And it was everywhere. And I pretty much toned it out. Like, I'm not ever going to, you know, think about joining EXP because everybody, you know, was shouting it from the rooftops, so to speak. But I ended up meeting um, uh, one of the another icon agent, uh, Jay Kinder, who kind of opened my eyes to some other possibilities, and um, that's what really got me hooked on being able to take advantage of the model that EXP has and really expand my business.
1: Absolutely. And now that you're over here at eXp, what is one of your favorite parts about it? Right. They offer rev share, stock options, collaboration, lots of training, so much more. So what have you really fallen in love with over here that maybe you didn't expect at first?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've just loved the whole the the whole cloud brokerage model, where is before I was at a brick and mortar office, I was tied to this tiny little section of, of my hometown, St. Louis, uh, called Chesterfield. And, and, you know, the name of our brokerage was Chesterfield Keller Williams. And um, what I didn't like about that is a lot of people thought I only did business there. And when I went to EXP, one of the big surprises I had was that I could do business anywhere at EXP because it was, uh, a, in fact, a statewide brokerage. So um, we had a place down at the Lake of the Ozarks, and so we were always traveling down there. And I was meeting people in, in what was um, before something where I'd have to ship a referral down there when I was at Keller. Um, with EXP, all I had to do was pay the MLS fee and now I'm plugged right into another market in my own state where I'm licensed. And uh, ended up doing a deal. Uh, last year was my first full year at EXP. Um, did a deal on like a $2.3 million apartment complex where I took home all the commission instead of shipping out Um, you know, a 25% referral fee.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. And the referral fees too, at the same time, um, sorry, not the referral fees, the downline, the rev share fees are what makes you know, exp really cool. And also the model where you're not leaving so much money on the table, right? As a business person, as, uh, you know, somebody, like you said, that really enjoys your free time with family and friends and having that, uh, financial freedom. I mean, exp is easily the way to go because you can have three different. Like lines of income, right. Between stock rev share and actually selling homes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that's what originally got me was this the the whole RevShare model the the idea that um, I could attract other agents to the brokerage and then essentially become business partners with them, right? I yeah. could offer them the coaching and the consulting and not have to charge them. Um, these high coaching fees that you see out there in the in- industry, but then just get some revenue share off of their, their uh, commission and their downline as well. And so I saw that as a huge opportunity to be able to scale my business um, really across the country and across the, the world for that matter.
1: Absolutely. And David, you know, when it comes to being able to draw the line between real estate and family and friends, right? So that work-life balance that everybody's chasing, nobody seems to have perfected. How do you do it? How do you make sure that you're able to juggle it all and you're not on full burnout mode and you're able to be your best self facing your clients and your friends and family?
2: Yeah, so I took me a while to really get that honed down Um, for a while when I was At my last brokerage, I was just a one man show. I was doing everything. I was showing all the properties. I was writing all the contracts. I was doing all the paperwork to get us from contract to close and talking to lenders and the title company. And then when I got over to eXp, it allowed me to access um, agents that were at the next level, right? And be able to learn from their systems and tools and processes and really build a team around myself. And so I was able to to hire a transaction coordinator that could handle all the stuff that I hated. Everything about filling out contracts and paperwork that I just couldn't stand, right? I just wanted to be the face that talked to to the client for the first time and get them set up and get them going. Um, I didn't want to have to deal with all the, all the admin stuff. And so that was a huge, uh, huge weight off my plate. Um, I've got a full-time transaction coordinator that works 40 hours a week. So that's 40 hours of stuff that is, I don't have to do anymore. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then to take it a step forward, we added a couple of buyers agents to my team. So no longer do I have to show any properties, which is so amazing because, you know, as a real, as a real estate agent, you get a call at. You know, five or six o'clock on a weekend, and and they want to go see houses because they're off work and they saw something pop up. And you just gotta, you used to have to just drop what you're doing, leave the kids at, at home with mom, and and uh, and um, and step out to to get a deal done because you never knew when you were going to get your next commission check. And so now having buyers agents in place to where I don't have to show any of the properties, like they're doing all that that work for me, and it's just it's just been really really powerful to free up my time to be able to spend. Uh, not only with my family and friends, but also just scaling the business and taking it to the next level, growing it and working on those high dollar activities um, that I like to focus on.
1: Absolutely. Like you said, uh, leveraging out the stuff that maybe is taking up time and energy away from being able to really invest in yourself and spend time on the things that bring in the, the bigger know yep. paychecks and you know you've got to spend money to make money, so hiring that transaction coordinator, of course money's coming out of your pocket, but at the same time because you're able to focus on different things, production's ramping up, and it pretty much pays for itself
2: absolutely yeah it's it's worth its weight in gold and uh, one of my coaches early on kind of taught me this this trick that helped me figure out all this is what um, I was kind of in a rut as an agent by myself and kind of not liking my my job, my career as much as I, I should have. And and he said, Hey, take all the things that you love about your job and write it on the left hand side, draw a line down the, the middle of the paper, and then on the right hand side, write everything that you hate doing. And, and of course, for me that was writing the contracts, scheduling the closing, uh, doing the inspections, showing properties on nights and weekends. So I had all these things on the right hand side and then Fast forward six months to a year later, I took all that stuff off my plate and put it on uh, other people's responsibilities that I had added to my team, and it was just a huge, huge change. Um, to where it's just it's just awesome being being able to to do that in your in your in your business.
1: Absolutely, that's awesome, David, and. You know, we've talked a lot about your production, about your secrets to business. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, where it's gotten you, which is as an icon agent. So the top 2% of the company killing the game. And David, you know, how much production do you have to do in your market to hit icon? Right. So what's the average home price look like? And how many do you have to sell the cap? Because after that, obviously it's 20 transactions.
2: Sure. Yeah, I mean every so I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, right in the Midwest. Average home price is probably in the low 200s. Um I think I think you probably I don't actually know the exact numbers you have to hit.
1: You don't um, have to know. You're fine.
2: <laughs> in fact, I don't I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I just got to let it happen and I just focus on uh, bringing in the new business and growing and and making sure everybody's happy.
1: Absolutely. I love that. And David, you know, more than just production, you've got a cultural commitment, right? Which is great because EXP really promotes great morale, you know, constant training. The best of the best is teaching everyone else. So, you know, you've got, you can mentor, you can coach in EXP world teach classes, vet other icons, you know? So what, what path do you pick to like finish your cultural commitment?
2: Yeah, so for me, the mentorship is is what I enjoy most, and um, so I've I've been mentoring about half a dozen agents currently, and it's just so cool because you've got people coming in that that want to get started and don't know where to start and and don't know what to do, and um, you know what I like, what I like to do is 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 make sure that they're doing the right thing. So many of us, when we start as an agent, we're doing. Activities that aren't revenue-generating activities, and that's the that's the wrong way to get going because you're gonna you're not gonna get a paycheck from that. And so, making sure people are focusing on the right priorities in their, to grow their business and get started um, has been really cool. And um, you know, I always feel like I'm, you know it's an uphill battle because as you know, like 90% of real estate agents fail within the first couple of years. Mm -hmm. And so I let them know right away that that those are the statistics. That's what we're up against here. And you've got to get your, your butt in gear and do the right things. And what I'm asking you to do um, they better be done by the next time we have a call. We're not going to be having another call. And so I, yeah, that accountability. Yeah. Tight ship there because when I got started, nobody, nobody held me accountable. And it's easy to to kick the can down the road to the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year. And um and so now it's we we come up with a game plan at the end of every single call that hey, these are the top items that you've got to get done before we, we get on the phone next. And I want to hear how they went and how we can improve and so on and so forth.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's great, David. That's a great tactic to have. And obviously, you know, when it comes to holding people accountable. Let's talk. Uh, well, actually, first, let's talk about your favorite part of the Icon Award. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting excited jumping ahead because I want to talk about, you know, mistakes to avoid with you because I think that's going to be a great conversation. Yeah. But what's your favorite part of the Icon Award, right? You get stock options, you get um, a big glass shiny trophy. Obviously, you become very reputable, easy to throw referrals to. So what's your favorite part? What makes David say, oh, my gosh, I've got to keep iconing that's staying on my list of goals?
2: Yeah, I think the fun part is just getting the stock option. So getting your cap back is incredible. Like I could, I never imagined working for a brokerage where they're going to give you every split that they took from you right back into your pocket in the form of uh, stock. So that, that's super cool. And, you know, part of that, there's the, they have the events every year that you can go to and um, so I just registered to go to ExpCon in Vegas this fall. And what's so cool is like, they're going to give me $2,000 to go and check in at that event. And that's, that's just amazing. So it's basically, a, you know, we're going to go down there, learn a bunch of stuff. And then my wife's going to come with me, we're going to uh, turn it into a vacation as well. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Not to mention all the uh, like that it pays for itself, but all the networking events there and the oh, value yeah. that you truly take away from it. You said it earlier, worth its weight in gold.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I've never been to one of those events, so I'm excited uh, to meet everybody and be around some some high performing agents.
1: Absolutely, I'm excited for you. Um, I think we'll be out there, so make sure to set aside a little bit of time to come say hi to me, and okay. David. I like. I kind of started getting off track a little bit earlier. Not off track, but ahead of track. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, mistakes to avoid. There's people watching, um, people that keep up with the podcast that are like, "Hey, you know, if I make that move over to EXP, can I icon in my first year?" And rookies that are looking at what brokerage to join and where to even begin, and can they icon in the first year? What are some big time mistakes to avoid? What are some secrets you have up your sleeve to help you get there? Is it even possible? Let's go through that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the biggest takeaway I had when I was on this journey was um, there's a crazy amount of tasks that a typical realtor could do and and does, right? There's probably like 150 different things that I can do as an agent to work in my business, Mm -hmm. whether it's showing a house or uh, writing a contract or, um, setting up my website or printing business cards or yada, yada, yada. Right. But in fact, there's only like four or five, like top things that will generate revenue for you and and take you to the level of an icon agent. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is, is number one, lead generation. So you've got to be generating leads. Number two, following up with those leads. Uh, number three, going on appointments, either with sellers or with new clients and prospects to get them signed. Uh, number four, get, getting contracts signed, getting buyers agencies signed, getting listing contracts signed, um, getting um, getting the, the contract signed, right, to get properties under contract. And then number five is is just role playing and scripting. So knowing exactly what to say in these situations when you're with a fresh lead off of uh, Zillow or Facebook, or if, if you're talking to one of your friends or family that already know you're, you're an agent, how do you approach them? What is the script that you can follow that will be um, successful in you in closing deals and, and getting more clients? And so those are the five top activities that me and my team, we focus on because we know that's going to move the ball and and generate income and commissions and all that good stuff that, um, that everybody's after, so...
1: Absolutely. That's those are some really really good points and you know that accountability that comes with it all. You just have to find out that accountability buddy for sure. I know it's hard to uh, you know get a mentor that you hit it off with right away or coaches and so much more. So ask a friend, you know, make sure you're having important conversations every day, following up on leads, see if they're going to ask you about it because nobody ever wants to show up to a conversation empty-handed.
2: Right. Absolutely.
1: And David, for my next question, were you ever skeptical of eXp when you were first introduced to it?
2: Oh, of course. Um, I thought it was kind of overpromoted at first. And uh, I, I knew why everybody was, was trying to get you into eXp because they wanted you in their revenue share group or in their downline um, but I didn't really understand the business opportunity. And so when I sat down with Jay Kinder and he laid all that stuff out for me, I was like blown away. And uh, I remember thinking like, if, if half of this stuff is true, this will be the best move uh, of my career to come over to eXp. And uh, in fact, all of it was true. And so um, it was really cool um, to be able to do that and, and go through that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, David. That's really cool. And so that being said, you know, there's rumors or, you know, bad things being said about EXP out there, like, oh, they're a pyramid scheme, they're a cult, wait for the other shoe to drop, blah, blah, blah. So what would you say to somebody that's looking at making that move over to EXP? Um, How do they go through that process? And is it worth it for them?
2: yeah i mean the biggest yeah like one of the biggest complaints it's a pyramid scheme it's actually it's not a pyramid scheme that would be an illegal uh, operation this is a completely legal it's a network marketing um business right it's uh it's then there's tons of successful network marketing companies out there you can look at um, mary kay for instance Um, tons of other ones you can Google. But, you know, EXP is one of the first ones that brought network marketing to the real estate brokerage and infused it together with this idea of having a cloud brokerage where there was no brick and mortar, where everything was accessible um, via the internet, wherever you are and and whenever you need it. And so those two things together uh, really made EXP like this dominant player in, in the industry. And you're seeing like the agent count basically soar Um, hockey style, hockey stick style growth uh, that's going to continue for years and years to come.
1: That's interesting. Hockey stick style growth. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, well, David, I think it's been an awesome episode. If you guys have any questions about Exp, his experience here, and maybe some stuff we didn't get to cover today, definitely reach out to him. We live in a metaverse. Find him on Facebook, every LinkedIn. I don't know. Everybody's got every platform of social media. Easy to get a hold of. David, is there anything else that you'd like to add today, uh, leave the listeners with as we wrap it up?
2: Um, no, I mean, just, yeah, reach out to me on on all the social platforms at agent David O would love to talk to you, see if EXP is a good fit for you kind of explain the benefits and, and dive into everybody's situation is a little bit different. So what I like to do is kind of have a game plan call with you where we lay out what you really want out of a career. And, um, you know, if, if real estate and EXP are the right fit. So I'd love to have that conversation with you guys.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome, David. Well, looking forward to catching up with you at eXpCon. And if you have any questions or maybe you want to do a spin-off podcast in the meantime, you let me know. We're here for you.
2: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Gianna. It's been great. Have a thanks, great day.
1: Thanks to you, David. Yep. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.